Yo, 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 I am Omega, and this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. And of course, as always, I'm with my man, my co-host, Mr. John D. What up, though? What's happening? What's good, bro? You know, um, what people don't know is that I've been here for like three hours. <laughs> and we're we're just now starting because we have those thought provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. Bruh, I mean, <laughs> it has been what? what yeah, it's been well, it's been over three hours, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's been over three hours. Like, and this is this is what I'm saying, man. Like, I, I one of our other episodes, I said the thing that I don't like about us is that we always have good ass conversation. And it's not it's not recorded, like it's just it's not it's not put out there. And we wasn't we so engaged. It's hard to think about it, you know. It's hard to think and and then go to like try to put it on. But we're gonna try to do better. Inshallah, we're gonna try to do better. So and it and it threw us off. Like we don't even have really a whole lot to to discuss in this episode because we put it all out there <laughs> in the other way. But well, we're gonna see what we're gonna do. We're gonna see what we're gonna do. I will tell you. Um, I will tell you this before we before we get started. Uh, if you remember back in the very first episode uh, of what we started now, we were talking about WhatsApp, right? And for those of y'all paying attention, uh, WhatsApp has come out and basically said whenever this day, what is it? I think it's like May 19th or May 15th, something like that. But WhatsApp has doubled down and said, if you don't accept their new uh, privacy policy or lack thereof, um, they're going to stop your messages. So if you don't accept it by that date, which I think is like May 15th, May 19th, something like that, they are going to uh, stop your messages. And I think they said that your video calls will work for a short time after, but eventually that too will be gone. Mm. So it's kind of crazy, right? Because we're talking about privacy and security and WhatsApp delayed it. First, they came out and said, there's no problem with what we're doing. We're not invading your privacy, and which is bull, <laughs> right? We're not invading your privacy and this and this. And then everybody started getting into an uproar and started to leave. Uh, yeah, so they were going to Signal. They were going to Telegram. Uh, WhatsApp, I mean, uh, Signal and Telegram became like number one and number two in the, in the app stores for like a couple of weeks. They gained millions of followers, millions, millions of users. And, um, and, and WhatsApp kind of just... Stayed where they stayed where they were, but said, oh, we're going to delay this because of all the uproar. But delaying it isn't changing it. Yeah. And now they've come back. And I personally, I think WhatsApp has looked at this and said, you know what? Even though we lost millions of users, our user base is still so large. We're not really affected by this. We don't care. So either you accept what we're saying that we're going to do and not do or whatever the case is and how your your personal information is going to be open to our our use and under our own scrutiny, how we put it out there amongst our platforms, WhatsApp, Instagram and uh, Facebook or you leave and we'll make sure you leave because we'll disable all of our capabilities inside of the app for you. So. But those of y'all out there who haven't haven't heard of it or, or don't know, there's a privacy policy that's new for WhatsApp. It goes into effect in May. And um, if you don't accept it, which is opening yourself up to what they already do between their platforms, sharing your information, then um, you won't be able to use WhatsApp. I recommend leaving WhatsApp anyway. So, I mean, I left back in 2014. I just had it because everybody else was using it. But now I'm like, yo, lying in the sand, you know. Do you think... Um that that deadline is going to increase the number of people that actually leave WhatsApp or 
it's going to be just like one of those things where you just accept. Like you know how when they normally give you uh, policy things, they say you should check this mark that you've completed all of it. It's just going to end up being like that, or I, I mean, I, I think that a lot of people don't pay attention anyway. I think that when people use things, for example, like Google Docs or any app that you download from an app store or any program you install on your computer, a lot of people don't read the terms and conditions. You know, and, oh yeah, and I'm think, one of them. So, and I mean, I, I I'm the same way in yeah, in, in right. various things. No, I am. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I I am so, and I think I think people are just going to look at it from a convenience standpoint, right? The same the same reason why people here, you know, by not using your fingerprint to scan into your phone, not using your face to to scan to log into your phone. What are they doing with your face scan? What are they doing with your fingerprints? And people are just like, yeah, well, you know, it's it's easier, whatever. And I think WhatsApp is going to fall into that same category, um, the same way that Facebook did. A lot of people were like, oh, I'm not using Facebook. I'm not going to mess with it. But then when it came to you go to pick any website you want to say, www.pickyourwebsite.com. And when you go to that website, you don't have an account for that website. They make it easy for you because they say, oh, sign in with your Google, sign in with your Facebook, Facebook, sign in with your Twitter account. And that makes it easy. And what does that do? That's sharing information across those platforms. I mean, I think that there's going to be a lot of people that are not going to to do it. I think what's going to have to happen is there's going to be an incident. There's going to have to be an incident Mm. where somebody's information gets out and it's somebody that's notable. And then that's going to get the ears of a lot of other people, because just like you said, I think a lot of people probably saw the pop up and didn't even pay attention to it mm-hmm. and just clicked OK. And now they're they're doing it. And those people will not see the pop up again, if I'm not mistaken, because they've already accepted. So a lot of people are probably like, what the heck are y'all talking about? Because they just clicked this OK when they were trying to get in and check their messages from their family or from their significant other. Yeah. Saw a pop up, hit OK and continued on with their day. So I don't know, bro. I, I mean, it, it just depends on the individuals and what we care about. Definitely. So what I mean, but you you made the change. So, well, I, I made the change, but I didn't completely uh, gravitate because I have these people that are hard nosed about change. Right. Everybody. And it, it limit <laughs> it limits my communication with people that I care about. So right. it's like one of those things where only so many more warnings are going to go before I have to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I gave all of my people that still use WhatsApp that uh that privacy agreement. And I was like, you got until this time or I'm going to just disappear. You know what I'm you saying? From that? this. No, that's what I'm saying. All my friends know that I'm leaving WhatsApp. I just Uh-oh. haven't done it because I feel like some of the people I told, they yeah. didn't switch over to, to the other ones. And right, I'm like, right. this is going to limit our communication. So it's like, right. I got to keep reminding them until I'm gone. Yeah, I kind of did that and just said 48 hours. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> like you saw, but you have you have a yeah. you have, yo yo yo. Uh-oh. The way you attack things are totally different from the way that I do. How how do I attack things, my brother? Immediately, <laughs> it's immediate. You know, but see, in fairness, right? I I had stopped using WhatsApp fully, like I said, back in 2014. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it wasn't. It's big of a deal. It, it, it wasn't. It, to switch. I mean, look, here, here's the thing, right? And I don't know if I said this before when we talked about it, but what people don't know is, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing the story, but you get the gist of it, right? When it came to, to Facebook buying WhatsApp, it was Zuckerberg who said, this is what we're going to be doing and da-da-da-da-da and, and whatever. 
And I forget the gentleman's names, but there's two of them that went over and they actually created Signal. And the reason that they left Facebook is because they didn't agree with the way that Zuckerberg was going to do things when it related to the privacy or the lack of privacy and, and, and all of these things. That was in 2014. So they left the whole Facebook community, created their own as a as a piece of like, you know, well, we don't agree with this. Right. And I'll answer a question that somebody might be thinking when they're watching. Well, what makes you think that those guys are trustworthy? Right. Mm-hmm. They left and, you know, maybe they're going to go over and it's a part of the plot. They only you only know what was told. They're going to collect your information anyway. Right. Here's the deal. When you use a program right of any sort, there is a program where it's written and it's there for you to use. And then there is a program in what we call open source. And when a program is open source, think of it like this. You go to somebody's house, they prepare a meal for you. You sit down and you eat the meal. That's how most people use a program. And that's how a lot of programs are written. The way that signal is written is you go to somebody's house to eat a meal, but you're standing in the kitchen while they're cooking. Mm-hmm. You see all the ins and outs. You see what they're using. You see how the script is written. So you get to know exactly what that program is doing, how it's using your information, et cetera, et cetera. And it's free. Right. Yeah. And so that's what it is. So because people will tell you either when you're using a program of any whatever, it's either you if a program is is paid for, then you're paying for the service. If a program is free, then you are, you know, saying? like you're yeah. right. You're paying for it with your privacy. Right. But when a program is open source, this is slightly different. Right. Gotcha. So because you're seeing how it's made. So those that do understand coding and, you know, look at these things or whatnot, they can see that the program is or is not doing something. And if it matches what the, the authors of the program have stated, the use is for. You know, when I hear you say that, it's like the the evolution of trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do and what not to do. And majority of us, we just don't have that, um, that eye or that ear for technology the way that you do. We're going to make it easy. We're going to, we're going to add some stuff to the channel. It's going to have to like, because like when I hear you talk, it's like a level of personal security. And I think that a lot of us take for granted because we feel like if we're introverted, we don't do this, we don't do that. But we don't realize just as simple as downloading an app and change, you know, right. everything. You know, and some people don't think about this. Right. When you when you download an app, an app inherently will need access to certain things on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer in order for it to operate the same way. It could be something as simple as when you install Microsoft Office on your computer, mm-hmm. right? And if you've ever paid attention, right, because we all use Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel, or we have at some point in our life, right? When you use it, if you look at the author of the document, if it's your computer, it's your user, your username is what appears as the author because that program has accessed a certain part of your mm. computer to retrieve this information, See what I'm saying? Now you can manually go in and you can change it. But by default, it's going to pull like on my personal laptops or whatever. Whenever I use Word, it says in there Omega because that's my username. That's my username on the laptop and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So any computer, any any software, I'm sorry, any software that you use is going to access certain parts of just like if you use uh, Google Maps, Google Maps is. It's, it's going to be able to access certain things about your computer yeah. or your phone, like your location. That's how Google Maps works, right? It pinpoints your location. This is how I was able to tell you where you actually are versus where you need to go. So your shared location must be on for certain things to work. 
And a lot of people just, you, you don't think about it. You know this. You know this. Yeah. But you probably don't think about it in that way. Correct. Right? You know, uh, I guess it's more so just the, the convenience of the ignorance is bliss thing. If you're just ignorant, you're like, nothing's bad is going to happen to me because I don't have enough information. That's what I feel like people approach it as. Right. You know, um, because you do, you make some valid points. And I just feel like it's so different from what we're used to. It just seems like extra work. I promise it's not. No, I'm just saying no, the way but, that you look, right, but that you look I, at it. It's you can use different browsers. You can use different, and all this stuff is free. You can use different emails. But and, you know, it's it's like you changing your apparatuses to Samsung. Like you would have to reteach yourself certain things, and it's a level of comfort amongst people that that's the reason why they don't change. Not really though. Like for example, like I don't use I don't use Google. Uh-huh. As in Google.com. I know, but for like search, if right? you use Google, like what just remember you talked about Adobe right. and you did it for 20 years and then you had to right. reteach yourself a new program. It's like, but this is different though. Like, okay, for what I'm saying is like, for example, let's say even if somebody felt that they wanted to use Google Chrome, if you truly, truly, truly felt that this is okay, fine, whatever. But I use Firefox primarily, right? But you don't have to use Google.com for search. And if anybody, and maybe I'll put it on the screen and like just show it like as I'm talking, but if you open up your phone, for example, and you go into the settings for Firefox or whatever browser you're using, whatever internet browser, and you go to the section in the settings where it talks about um, your search engine or your default search engine, if you click it by default, when you go inside, you'll see maybe like Bing, um, you might see Yahoo, oh, yeah. you might see Wikipedia, and you'll also see another one called DuckDuckGo. That's what I got. That's what you got, man. And that's and and all you do is select DuckDuckGo and then done. And then you're still using the same internet browser that you were using. There's no change. Well, the, what I, you're talking I, about with Adobe, you're right, but that's a completely different. Well, well with the, uh, the the Google thing, mm-hmm. the reason why that was trouble because everything was connected to Google. So when you with DuckDuckGo now, it's like you have to retype in every, you have to completely start over. Like you're, you're visiting, like all the stuff that you go, like you have, you're starting over brand new. Oh, you mean like your cookies? And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, true. Yeah, yeah, and true. Like, like stuff actually, that you don't actually, even. Actually, no, you, you don't have to because what you can do is, no, that's not, that's not right. What, what happens is you can, you can port everything over. Oh, but if, I, you're, yeah, but I, if you're using it on your laptop, it doesn't matter. It's still, it's still the same. Your, your laptop is still going to be the same on your phone. My I phone, I know that when I type in stuff, mm. they don't come up like they used to. They they have all kind of other different work websites or whatnot that is look like they possibly look like. I have to actually type in the site. No lie. You mean like where it auto, the auto complete? Yeah. See, okay, and here here's the other thing, right? You got to remember that Google is set to where man, we're going off on the text, yeah. <laughs> but Google is set. Where when you search, it's going to find like based on your location, right? And and the problem with Google is that one one of the problems with Google is that when when you're using it, it is uh is is going by your location, and it's giving you results that are false result results based on the whole web. Yeah, yeah, Go- yeah, yeah. Google kind of drives you in Towards a certain a direction, direction yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas something like DuckDuckGo, where it's privacy based. It's not. It's not tracking what you search, right? And reporting. Oh, they don't. Back. I know. So it's not tracking what you search, and it's giving you raw results regardless of where you're located. And you can go inside and you can change your location, right? See, but what you're saying is 
It's great. I'm just saying in my eyes, I was like, it was hindering me in my progress because I have to learn something new and I don't have these things that I've been had my whole life with these sites that I use. And now it's like, okay, well, I'll tell you what you can do. Quick fix. If you want to, you can sync your Firefox together. Go to your computer, Mm -hmm. log into Firefox, create an account. And then everything that you have that is a bookmark or whatever, bookmark, website, login, save password, all of this stuff. Once you create your account, then go to your phone, log in to your Firefox account. Everything that is on your laptop will port. Oh, so it's going to do like Google. Automatic. Automatic. Like, okay, okay. But what we're talking about, but that's the Firefox browser. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Google, right? So you're basically creating a Firefox account. Correct. Right. Yeah, yeah. I already now, have one. Yeah, I, I got you. And, and that's all you have but to do. But see, I, I was using DuckDuckGo. Right. And you should. Is that still with. Right. Remember, Firefox. Okay. Are you using the DuckDuckGo app or are you using Firefox and using the DuckDuckGo search engine within the app? Oh, yeah. I'm using DuckDuck app. Okay. Well, that's different. See, that's different. So, but if you want to do it, you can use Firefox. Select DuckDuckGo as a search engine and then oh, do okay, exactly yeah. what okay. I just said. No doubt. Right? I'm but I'll help you through that. You know For what I'm sure. But yo, out of the tech world, what you been up to? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I wanted to give a special shout out. Um, I don't really want to say his name because I don't know how that works. But it was a teacher mm. yesterday. Um, it was by far the best online class I'd ever seen. Like he came in and said, Salam Alaikum. And then a student spoke and said, good evening, everyone. You will be uh, you will be asking all your questions toward me and we will be guiding you through. It was, I think, mechanical force and science and they had different presentations and the teacher did not speak at all. Like the, the students led that classroom. And what was so great about it was when the students was like, do we have any questions? And the kids were asking questions and it just showed you. Like that's what that's that was a, a model classroom, which you would want your teachers to do where the students are teaching the class. Because if a te- if students can teach a class, that means they learned it from somewhere. Right. And all of the students participated. And it was it was breathtaking to watch because he was just in the background and he did he 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 did the writing for them. Like so he had like a little pen or whatnot. So whatever they said, like if it was a problem, he would write it, but he did not speak. And uh just to watch that, it was, that's what I'm sure that all uh, institutions want to move toward. If it's going to be online, mm. that students are getting effective education where they can present what they've learned. That, man, I mean, I, I wish you could give a shout out to, to yeah. this teacher because it sounds like it, it's a he. Like, yeah, it's a he. Sounds like he's. Uh, and, you know, this what's so dope about it is that all of the students speak Arabic, but they they did the presentation all in English. And you understood. And normally when I visit classes, you can tell from Arabic speaking teachers that they use Arabic more than English. Right. And his English isn't the best, but they spoke in all English and their their English wasn't the best, but it was good enough for you to be like, wow. Mm-hmm. And man, I'm telling you, it was it was like this. How, is, how old were they? They were seniors, seniors. juniors or seniors. Okay. But um, like like even up to seniors, man, some of those students, they don't know English well at all. Mm. And to hear them and be able to present and answer questions correctly, like it was almost like they were acting. That's how beautiful it was. Wow. 
Yes. I mean, I'm telling you, my my principal called me after that. He said, that is what I'm saying, Mr. John. That is, I was like, that was oh, beautiful. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I was like, because I had another teacher that I was pretty impressed with. He's from India and um, he has a, a strong accent, but the things that he brings to the class makes you forget his accent. Mm. He's that good. And I was like, this is what you should do. What but does he teach? What does he teach? He teaches science. Okay. So this is all science. And well, these two, what well, the the two teachers I was teaching was in science. Right, right, right. But uh, I mean, observing, but no, like we were just on science this week. Oh. Yeah. So, so math was last that? week. English. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do all the English medium teacher subjects, but I've been helping with uh, electives also, but math, science, and English, I evaluate all of them in the school's. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Well, dang. Well, hey, well, shout out to whoever that teacher is. Yeah, hopefully, man. hopefully he's watching and he, uh, well, we know. can say Muhammad because half the school are Muhammad's anyway. So yeah, <laughs> Mr. Right. Muhammad was awesome. Yeah. For sure. Shout out to him, man. For real. Um, I went like this, this weekend I wanted to, I wanted to cook, you know, I like doing my seafood and you know, whatever. So I went to, uh, I ain't even gonna advertise the store, but I went to I went to the local local market, right? Mm-hmm. And I saw one of your fellow teachers there. <laughs> so look, let me tell you. So I was in I was in line, right? I ordered my stuff, and you know, he went back to go and like you know cut it up and you know do whatever, right? And so when I finished, his brother he had on a Omega mask, right? You're not me, Omega, but Omega, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? So we had on the Omega mask, and um, you know, he he kind of he was hey hey brother, excuse me, you know. I look, whatever, because I had my headphones in, so I really, you know, took my headphones out, and he was like, "You do the, uh, you do the podcast with John, don't you?" And all I did was just smile, like you couldn't see it because I got on my mask, right? And I just started smiling, and I was just like, "It's like, yeah." Um, he was like, "Yeah, diverse clarity." It's like, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's my baby, man." You know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah, talking about the, the podcast, not me. <laughs> the podcast is his baby. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, I'm just like, yeah, man. That's a, and he was like, yeah. So you know, he's like, he's like holding his mask, or whatever. But we had good, co- bro. We stood in the seafood section. Probably about 30, 35 minutes just wow. talking about random stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's so, a good brother right there, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, like for real. Like Mel. Shout out to you, Mel. Yeah. And he said to me, he said, um, he said, uh, he said, yeah, he said he watches, he watches all, you know, the episodes and everything. But he said what he does is, and this is like, this like really touched me because he was like, what I do, I don't know, maybe it could be taken another way, right? Maybe like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he was like, I'll watch it for 30 minutes. And then I'll, you know, I'll go away and then I'll come back and I'll watch the next 30 minutes, you know, that kind of thing. Well, you know, and, according, uh, or I don't want to cut you off, yeah. but just the, the, I guess, the point of clarification of why he does it like that, uh, they say that your mind uh, only has like a capacity of 25 minutes mm. and you normally remember what you do in the beginning and the end. And the reason why they slink it down to 25 minutes, because if you leave for five minutes, you can start it all over again. So it's like, so you don't get oversaturated by something because mm. your mind drifts off and you don't even know it. You could be watching it and you catch things, but it's not completely focused after mm. a certain amount of time. So when he say he leaves, it's kind of so, to reinforce, I want to learn this information and I don't want to like all just drop down on so you. So do we need to cut the show down to 25 minute increments? You, well, <laughs> I, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? You guys should uh, leave some For comments real. because I at the end of the day, we want to be effective communicators so you can get all this information and apply it in your own life. I don't know. I feel like, 
I feel like it would be kind of it would be kind of hard, you know, very. Because we... Hello, 25 minutes. <laughs> we already... Yeah. <laughs> just, just saying hello. We haven't even, like, talked about anything yeah. yet, really. You know what I'm saying? Not oh, that yeah. males are anything or the teachers aren't anything or whatever. But just saying, we haven't even, like, you know, dived deep into... But 25 minutes is hard, y'all. I mean... Well, you know, after 25 minutes... comments. This is what we could do. After 25 minutes... Take a bathroom break? We can we can uh, say... <laughs> pause. Just tell them. Well, I think I think we had twenty five. No, we had twenty five minutes. Yeah, I think oh, we yeah. had twenty five minutes now. So yeah. Um. So you are watching Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. Go ahead and pause your computer right now. Go get some chips, some popcorn. You know, go use the bathroom. Go check your email. We saw you looking at your phone. So um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then come on back and we'll finish up this conversation. For right? sure. So, so hit the pause button now. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna do? Like yeah, we just do it. They did it. That's so what they, we're gonna need a yeah. So welcome back. <laughs> you've you've been unpaused by diverse clarity or yourself into diverse clarity, and uh, we haven't even really gotten to talking about what we wanted to talk about. But uh, I definitely wanted to hit on some stuff with music. You know what I mean? We, yeah. This is uh, what I wanted to say. Like, what's it? Everybody, this young man played some music for me last night. And I only reason I'm bringing this up for real, for real, because I need y'all to understand. Wow. Like, um, okay, so he played some of his songs, and unreleased. And w- when he was, when he was, you know how you, I don't know if you guys have ever performed doing anything poetry. You hear your voice, and then you just say it in your head. When I say that, when it came on, he was performing, not just saying it. You know, he was like it was it was so and and he was he was sitting in a chair, but you would have swore he was on a stage and everybody was looking. And I it was a different level of respect of how you approach the craft of performance or entertainment. And I wanted to share this because the music, I, this is what I say. The music for me wasn't my style because I was, I was, I told him this too. I was very narrow minded in the music that I like because his music seems too fun, too nice. And, but he has some really good content, but not only that, he has the voice to be able to capture so many people and his wow. energy, your energy. I think I'm telling you, you're one, you're just one, whatever away before somebody recognizes that the, uh, the gym and diverse clarity is real. Wow. And I feel that for real, for real. Wow. Um, I mean, I don't even know. You can just go on to the next topic. <laughs> I don't even know. What no, so say, I wanted man. to know, like, uh, well, I wanted everybody to know, like, um, how you. did you? Thank you, though. For, for real. Thank you. Because thank you. Like, I talk, look, I talked about this last night when I was driving home. I was like, this dude was just in a chair and it felt like he was on a stage. <laughs> Oh, your, your, your mannerisms you was just like I was like oh my god you like you made me sound like Busta Rhymes for a minute though that's what I'm saying like, so when I think of uh, people that are passionate and have their like I think of a Busta Rhymes and um, the energy of it all but this the, the problem was is that I feel like if Busta Rhymes is next to me and he spits a verse he's not gonna be like oh y'all y'all you it's were Mr. Rhymes. He might be, bro. I don't know. He man. might. He might be. I just see him just spitting something. You know what I'm saying? But I just didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that in you, like to to play me some unreleased music, and you're performing as if 
everybody's watching. That I was mean, different. Bro, like when I first when I first got started performing though, like sometimes it was that. Sometimes you go and there's seven people in the crowd. You know what I mean? Or like there's the the waitress and the and the bartender so listen, and the DJ. This this is the this is for and real. The DJ is who I brought with me, you know what I'm saying? So so, so that's what that's why I knew that you're you're special. Because I have friends that are performers or entertainers, rappers or whatnot, right. but they haven't done that. Like I feel like when you did that to me and you were like in here like performing, I was like he can do this in front of nobody. Like that's a different, it takes a different level of confidence to still perform on a show and nobody's there when you, so that's what made me remind, like, cause I have a nephew, he raps and he's really good, but he doesn't know what it's like to, to perform in front of the DJ he brought. Mm. He, that's a, that's an element that he, he's, he's missing. And if he doesn't get that, he's not ever going to be able to be who he wants to be. He's going to be unprepared. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how nice your rhymes are, but if you're not ready to perform, you're not ready for the job. And that's what I'm telling you. Like when you perform, you made me think like, oh yeah, this is what he does because it was just me here. And I was like, I'm telling you to to watch it. Look, I couldn't even look at you in your eyes. I was like, he's looking at my soul. Like, why do you keep looking at me? <laughs> but the way he was doing it, he was just like, like, I, I was the fan. Like, well, I appreciate uh, you. Right. But I'm going to make this special for you. Y'all can hit pause. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, well, you know, that that's how it made me feel. So, uh, yeah, for real, for real, man. Like, uh, I, I was impressed, for real, to say the least. I don't even, I don't even know what to say. Like, really. I want to know, like, how did you learn to do that? To perform? Like, like. Okay, check this out. Your yeah. first performance ever. How many people were there? My first performance ever. In fairness, it was probably about like maybe 50, 60 people. But it was um it was it had nothing to do with me technically. It mm-hmm. was a it was an open mic event. This is where I had my Mai Tai. <laughs> this was this oh, was really? in Korea. This is, shout out to Tyrone Nixon. Uh I I met him there when I was TDY in uh Korea. Um, those of you not military, uh, that's when you in the military and you go to a temporary location temporarily. <laughs> right. So I was stationed in Japan, but I went to Korea mm-hmm. for an extended period of time or a certain period of time rather. And, uh, but anyway, yeah. So it was, uh, at Osan air base and it was a open mic night and it was basically a battle. It was a battle rap and it was a bunch of rappers. So it was an event that people were already coming to. And then I just happened to be there and did it. So, so did you? I, I'm guessing, but it, it, I mean, I know it was way more than. You so, know, no, 50s, no, no, the, like the that, reason why I'm asking is because, like, when you performed that day, did right. you have the energy that you have now? Oh, it was a battle. Like that's how I got started. I was a battle rapper. Okay, so, so yeah. I'm saying like, I guess it's different then because I can see you doing that if you battle rapping, but to perform a song with nobody around, right, is different. I. The the smallest crowd that I can remember that I performed in front of might have been ten people, and that was a place in Japan. Yeah, so did you already have people. it in you, or did you learn the, the oh, over time? I I as a kid, man, I I would do. So it. you were I, always doing bro, it. family barbecues. I'm dancing. I'm I'm doing song. Me and my cousin Lamar. I remember this. Uh, you remember you remember the group, the little boy group, um, ABC. Another bad creation. Another bad creation. Yeah. Okay. Me and Lamar, we used to, because we were living at my grandparents' house at the time, 
me and Lamar used to go and we would put on the uh I I can't do the song because you know the whole YouTube thing or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was um we used to do Aisha, we used to do Playground, Playground, right? And we literally were performing for cars that were driving by my grandma's house. Like in the parking lot, in the driveway. And the only thing that messed it up was when an uncle or aunt or somebody came by and they parking in the driveway. And it's like, oh, you messing up the stage. You know what I'm saying? Because they parked in the driveway and that was our that was our ground. So, but yeah, that was it. And so it and this is when I was like nine, ten years old. And this is we performing for cars that ain't watching. They're just driving by. You know what I mean? And every now and then somebody might honk their horn or something like that. But we out there with a little dual deck boom box and Doing our thing. That's crazy. So that's that's how I got started, man. Um, I remember DJing for like cousins barbecues. Like I used to have one of the radios, and then I I rigged it to where I could you know play two tapes at the same time. So basically, like you know you got the <laughs> fader or whatever, and I'm like mixing with a tape and whatnot. So like trying to be a DJ for a fan. It was like my cousin's house, Charlene. But uh, used to you know, d- bruh, it's just it's just what I wanted. Is what I wanted. But to do. I, I I think we're kind of it's kind of getting watered down on what I'm trying to give you because I just don't see how somebody's able to do what you did from that what you just said. Okay, maybe it's maybe I just say like it's just in me. It's I, God, I, I, I mean it's just I I I don't I put it like this I don't think about it. You know I what it reminded me I, of? It reminded I, me of a, a dry rehearsal. Okay, like. You know, um, well, a final rehearsal. Okay. Everything is what it's supposed to be, but nobody's right. there. Right. That's what it seemed like you were doing. Like, you were practicing for a real performance. Come. That's why I say it. Like, once mm. you, you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And to me, it sounds like you're ready for that call. All and I'm time. excited. Oh, for somebody you. call me right now. I'm I am excited. Right now. I'm right excited. Now. Right now. I'm excited. I'm going to be the key grip. <laughs> the key, how you... <laughs> I don't know, who, but I'm gonna be who, a part of it. Who gonna be the who? Who gonna be on the cameras? Oh no! Well, you, you gotta you gotta I, handle the camera. I can't hold the cameras. You absolutely. This is right. the only setup where I can control all the cameras from right here. Hey, look, I'm just excited about being yeah, it. I look, I'm telling you, <laughs> you, like what, you know what? Check this out. If What's y'all up? y'all go to Diverse Clarity on Meion uh, Core Productions YouTube page and look at his videos and look at how he sounds. And how his arms and this is what he was doing next to me. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I was like, wow. And in my head, I'm like, this dude is really performing. And that's why I'm saying I'm so impressed. I, it was you're supposed I, I, I to do that. Will, I will say this: practice how you play, for sure. Period. I, I, one of my old coaches told me that from when I used to play I soccer. get it. No, I do. I understand that too. But yeah. to actually see it in a different field. Right, in, in in the entertainment industry, I'm like, wow, this dude really does this. I, I'm humble, bro. I, I appreciate. Like, I, 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 I can't I, even I, say anything. I wish like, you I'm had, just like, like, I'm telling you, look, I'm, I look. I was sitting right here, and he was right there, and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this dude is performing in front of me. <laughs> You're stupid. No, I'm just look. Oh the energy was so remarkable, man. Wow. But you're a fan of hip hop, right? You're you're okay. a fan. I mean, and that and I appreciated that. You know what I'm saying? You listening to stuff that's not out yet. Album coming soon, but uh, you listening to stuff that's not out yet. But as a fan, like, what is it that what is it that brought you into hip hop? Like, what was what was the key that like that, that had you cross over into fall in love with it? Then? Um. The 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 love, 
So I've thought about this in so many different ways now, but I can only say that when I like, I, 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 it, 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 gosh, I don't know how to explain it. Like growing up, like what's your first memory of hip hop then? Like oh, the well, first well, thing see, that like this brought is, you. The, the hip hop was what. That's how I got acclimated in my environment. Okay. Because it was it was new still, and certain people was liking it, and the people that the cool kids was really into it, and it was already natural for me because I was in love with it. Okay. So when I I realized that I was getting feedback from these kids because I knew like too short. Right. Uh, life is too short. Right. Uh, but the previous song I heard was Freaky Tales, and I was in fifth grade when this came out. So me to be rapping these lyrics in sixth grade. Wow. Uh, yeah. Cuss words. Just let them roll. Mother. But that's what I'm saying. So that allowed me to assimilate into a group of kids where I didn't have to get questioned being half Korean and black. So it was kind of like a defense mechanism to make it. So mm. I and and I loved it already. So it was so easy for me to just go in. So I learned everything. Let me. I just want to. I want to do something for clarity, and then maybe that's a part of the discussion. Then, but there is a difference. I, I, I want people to understand this because I think it. It's even. I think it's even misrepresented. Let's say even when it comes to like online stores like Apple or mm-hmm. whatever. Rap is the genre. Correct. Too short. Biggie, Pac, Nas, whatever. This is this is the genre. When we say hip hop, we're speaking about the whole culture. Everything. And I'm not speaking to you. I'm I'm talking to people who are listening. Because I think a lot of people, they're like, oh, you do hip hop. I can't do a culture. I don't I don't know what that is. But I am I am a rapper. I think it's more so depending on who you talk to and the amount of information they wanna But even like I said, even if you go to the Apple music store. It's, oh, no. it's, it's, it's labeled as, no. as hip hop. And so I, what I like for people to understand is that rap is the genre, but within the hip hop culture, we have rappers. Yeah. We have DJs. We have B-boys, B-girls, whatever type of dancers. Right. We have the graffiti. We have the clothing. We have the slang. All of this is a part of the culture. Correct. So it's the culture of hip hop and the genre that we're talking about is rap. rap. But some people... They don't get it. And I, I don't blame them because even the biggest outlets like Apple misrepresent this when they label categories. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. just depends on like right. how much information the person has. Right. Well, if your job is to put out music as in the Apple music store, get it right. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this is all you do is music. But you should understand. And so you when, 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 when I hear you say that. Right. It, it's still not enough roar for them to change it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I so, I mean, I guess people is like, well, we understand what they mean or yeah, they, 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 it, it, over the time it's just like mixed together. But it, yeah. when you truly, truly come in and try to understand, right, it's like learning a language, right? You hear words here and there, but then you learn when you get into the language. Oh, no, this is what you say if you're a woman or this is the masculine way to say this or this is what you say during this time of day. It means the same thing. But then you say that, you know what I mean? Like, and it's the same thing. If you're going to dive into hip hop and try to understand and you should understand exactly what it is you're diving into. So, so the, yeah, that's I get it. But you're Just make, as a lover. No, yes, lover that's what you're as doing. A, as a lover. That's what you're doing. Right. You want people to appreciate it the way you do. Well, I just want them to understand what it is. That's what like, I'm saying. I didn't create hip hop or the culture of hip hop, respectfully, right? Uh-huh. But I am a part of it. 
And if someone wants to be a part of it, I'm great. Appreciate it for how you want to appreciate it, but understand it for what it is. Those are two different things. I know, but it's still a level of expectation you want them to to appreciate it the way you do. Yeah, I mean, but it's not about appreciation. No, to understand it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if they understand it, then they're probably going to appreciate it the way you do. Yeah, but a lot of people just don't know because they've been taught the wrong way and they think that the way that they taught was right. Oh, correct. correct, You know, like I know people who rap. And they're like, oh, yeah, I do hip hop. Do you really? <laughs> well, do see, you really? <laughs> it, it, so, so, so when when he's saying that you got to think about, I'm not saying it's the case, but right. is he trying to talk to his audience because he doesn't know? So he's just putting everybody in this. So right, there's right, no right. questions afterward. Right. right you know right. what I'm saying? So I got you, man. I was the other day I was thinking, um, thinking about like back, like the old, old music videos and stuff. You remember Jukebox? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. Jukebox, man, that was where we wasn't supposed to see. It was, oh, yeah, man. So, yeah. so I didn't, I didn't get to appreciate jukebox like most people because in my apartment complex, like it was on Channel Thirteen. So yeah. the people on the left side they got it. So we had to go over our friend's house to watch. And he used to always like because we at that time, you know, you only saw rap sporadically on television. Like you had to go to jukebox or M- your MTV. I know, but yeah. Ju- uh, Jukebox was out before UMTV Raps came out. You know what I'm saying? So right. UMTV Raps is 89. So Jukebox was definitely a couple years before that and through. But I remember, uh, I can't think who sang it, but it was like, B stands for Bronco, Benz, BMW, Bass, Bango, and a pair of bars. You see us walking down the aisle. You act like we're stars. We're not trying to make a joke. Just, oh, I can't do that. I yeah. forgot. That's what I was looking like. Ah! But y'all know what I'm talking about. It, it like, might not be out of YouTube might come against you, man. Ah. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube might. But you know what? I'd be very surprised. Why don't I know who sang that? I can't think of it. But yeah, that was like one of the songs because that video didn't come on your uh, MTV raps because it was like a, a, a underground video type. Like it was like, uh, you remember? I had the song. I had the tape. No, I'm just saying as far as MTV would only play commercial rap. Videos, yes, you yes. know what I'm saying. They wouldn't play like and something they, that could be controversial. And their stuff was all about like spring break and and all of this. That, well, that was, until you on TV raps. That though. was back when what's his name was on there. Uh, the comedian, uh, 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 Bill, Bill Bellamy. Bellamy. <laughs> Bill Bellamy, bro. That was the the whatever can was it Cancun yeah. or whatever. That was like the mid '90s. Man, yeah. that those were. The, I, why did we enjoy watching that? I did. I ain't gonna speak for you. I did. I. Because I, you I, got I, to see women and you yeah. got to hear music that you probably like. Yeah, but it looked like it was, it was a place of freedom. It was like having fun. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Was, it was a different level of freedom. That was the thing. I, the, I, yeah, it was, and it just, it just looked like fun. You know what I mean? But again, that's where all like they play stuff like '95 South. Yeah, '95 South and the bus is the and uh, who tag, tag team. Yeah, ooh, yep. tag team. And, and uh, again. Check it, break yeah. it. Let's begin. You remember uh, CC Lemonhead? Who? CC Lemonhead. Uh-uh. Oh man, I C. can't C. think of the song. We're gonna have to find it. CC Lemonhead. He had um. This must be some Georgia stuff. Hey man, I'm I, just. I, saying. I think he was Florida. I think CC Lemonhead was Florida. I don't know no CC. All them, all them, dude. Ninety five. I know who they are though. I remember team. them. But I remember them from UMTV Raps. Yeah. Luke. Oh yeah. All this was Florida. No, but, but I'm saying, I, was, but I don't know no CC Lemonhead. CC man, I, you remember Doodoo Brown? Yes, Doodoo Brown. Yes, of course, that was Luke. No, Doodoo Brown was, was that uh, was Luke. Wasn't no, he's a, a DJ in Atlanta. Frank Ski. No, that was a song called Doodoo Brown. 
because uh, I know Doodoo Brown is Frank Ski, the uh, the DJ. He used to be a DJ in Atlanta. Oh wait, okay. Luke Luke is from Two Live Crew. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, I know what it is. We're both right. We're both right. So Luke had a song called "I Want to Rock," and in parentheses, it was Doo Doo Brown. I want to rock. I want to rock. Doo Doo Brown. But that was that was after him, right? Okay, but this is what I remember. That's why I was thinking Luke Doo Doo Brown. That's why the but yeah, CC Lemonhead, bro. That was uh. Hold up. Now I want to know. No, no, CC Lemonhead. I, 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 I want to say he had a song called Take Your Clothes Off or something like this. Something. I don't know. Take your clothes off. Rockin' don't keep rocking, don't stop it. Rockin' don't stop that. Oh, yeah, he had a song called Take It Off. I do. I know. Take it off. Uh, uh, take it off. That, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, but it never would have got like so. So afterwards, I'm gonna play it for you. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you hear. It. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had a, that's why I was like, take your clothes off. But yeah, take it off. He had a song called Take. But yeah, I remember, and he was all about bass. Oh yeah, so, so that's all Florida. Got that bass, 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 bass. DJ bass, Magic yeah. Mike. Yes, bro. This was the. But this is what we were able to see on like MTV, Yo yeah, TV correct. rap. That was as hard as they got. So like in that time. That was like the the thuggish kind of music or whatever. Not that they was thugs, but it was like this is what you're not supposed to listen to. And, oh, then, yeah. and then it easily skeeted over there to now mainstream became like NWA and and, oh, yeah. and all. And I know they were before that, but I'm just saying. But like mainstream became NWA and Snoop and Dre and you know that whole thing. And then New York came and they took over, and now everything belongs to Atlanta. Shout out ATLians. So, so just New York <clears throat> started it all. Oh yeah, of course. Just gonna do. No, that. I'm talking about the popular. We talking about popularity. Well, that's what I know. We talking so about it started out in New York, right? Then it ventured out to the West, but it came back Bruh, to the we, East. We know, we know, we I'm know. just saying we know. But we were talking about the popular. I'm talking. Oh, about that's the popularity what I'm saying. The popularity. MTV, right? MTV. It was popping with all the down south booty shaking, da da da. Because that's where it, it was at. Yeah, but you know, I don't, I don't remember uh, the South. Booty shaking music on MTV like that. That's what I'm. No, that's what was there for like the the spring break. That's what they was dancing to. Well, I'm saying like I know that they had songs, but so this is Na- what when naughty, I, when naughty I, by nature yeah. used to be in all of that. But that's that's East Coast, right? I know. But, so, so, but so, I'm saying, but that's the part from the East Coast. But most of that music was the booty shake music at spring break. At spring break, yeah. yeah okay, that, that, I'm only talking about MTV. I'm not talking about the the history of hip hop. Right? Oh no no. We, I, we what, what, yeah. I'm talking about where. Uh, when I remember yo MTV raps, right, 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 like they didn't play the booty music. It was more so the spring break portion of MTV. That's what I'm saying. Yo yeah. MTV raps different from spring break. Bill yeah. Bellamy and what's the 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 Latina or the Puerto Rican girl? Um, downtown Julie Brown. Oh mm, yeah. See, this was different. That was that was where they you, played the booty shaking. But yo MTV raps. You're right. This was the. Wow, wow, West. <laughs> That's why I said Yo, the commercial so, was the commercial right, rap. So with the Cool Mo D's and the Young oh, MCs oh, and yeah. Special Bust Ed and come on, like uh, yeah, that was them was, the days, man. Like this, yeah, childlike anyway, days. Anyway, it's all, it's all. I don't think it's gone, but uh, it's, no, man, it's, it's it's elevated into a different level of entertainment, brother. Right? You know, I think we can't appreciate it because. All we have are our memories, and right. we is certain parts that takes us back that this music can't do. So, when you go back, or when you think about right now, here's the infamous question: Who's in your top five? <laughs> Frank White. 
<laughs> Christopher Wallace is number one. Okay. Well, he's my favorite rapper, but he's definitely in top five. Um, I know. Should I go? We gonna gonna yeah, we can do that. We go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. My number one, bar none, Jay Z. Jay Z, he old, ain't he? I'm gonna need you to stop. (laughs) I'm gonna need you to stop age shaming. Is what I'm gonna need you to stop doing. I'm saying, Hove. It was John D. That said it. If you ever, if you ever. Get yeah. to hear this. Yeah, yeah. He's going to hear it. He's old. You know what I like about yeah. him? Consistency and the ability to change. There to it is. He's, a, he's remarkable. He's remarkable. He is. Yeah. He is. The number two. Yeah, there it is. He He's there. Oh, Jay-Z's your number two? Yeah. I just said he was old because, you know, hip-hop is a, it was, it was a young people's profession. And he's allowed to show people how to evolve into something and still be a part of the culture mm. a significant part of the culture right and like i said when when rap first came out it was like 16 to 21 22 you know what i'm saying and as we got older people it, started to get a little older it yeah it, it, it continued to it carry. mature but you know why because I, me I, what i think is when when it when it became big we were in a position where the older people weren't really listening. You know what I mean? Like as, as a they, whole, yeah. they weren't really listening. And just like you said, the people who were 16 to 22, when they became 30 to 36, they were still, they still were listening. Still listening yeah. Right. And yeah. so then it just, it carried on. So there was a, there was a, a market for people who were older rappers because there were still older listeners because of us that didn't want to, <laughs> yeah. right. They didn't want to hear the, the, the 16 year old rappers yeah, and whatnot. Right. And so it just, it just carried on. So there was, there was a space that was there. Cause I used to think that I, you know, like I've always done everything in parallel with my, you know, my career and fire. But I used to think like, man, I'm gonna hit a point where like, I'm not going to be able to do it anymore. Now people look at me, they don't even know how old I am. I mean, I take this beard off, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, hey, man, beer game is real, man. I'm saying I'm not getting rid of it. Yeah, well, me neither. <laughs> I'll get in trouble. But <laughs> I'll get in trouble, saying? too. Yeah, mine's just growing. I think you got some dirt on your cheek. Yeah, it's getting a little more dirt, though. You got some dirt on your cheek. Hey, the wife hate the dirt. Got, she hate the they dirt. Got, they got oils to help that. <laughs> man, who's your number two? My number two. Jadakiss. Jadakiss number yeah. two. I'm not saying it in any order. Oh, now okay. my now sure. my Jay Z is my number one for sure. Okay, now my other four to come. No what, what, what about the Jay Z? It's, it's, like it's just the versatility, bro. Like you talking about Jay Z or Jadakiss? Jay Z. It's the versatility, like Jay Z. No, I'm can, talking about you. Remember when he was rapping fast in the beginning? Yeah. Uh, then he changed it up. Brooklyn's finest. No, Actually, no, I'm talking about. Fast, I'm right? talk, no, oh, you talking about before he even did his with album? Jazz o. Yes, 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 yes. Because that was his thing. That, I know that's that what I'm saying. He yeah, had to yeah. change the game. Up. Yeah, yeah, but he he can still do it. I'm he sure can st- he can still sure. do it. He still, but his versatility, bro. Like that was what it was for me with Jay Z. His versatility and the fact that he's evolving with the game, and it's kind of like, uh, what was if you don't if you don't want to hear whatever about my old, shit, you <laughs> know, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like like that's what it is. So um, and then of course the piece where Jay Z is uh, he doesn't. He doesn't write it, you know, doesn't write it down. Yeah, he's so different. That that element right there, I'm like, I don't even know who you can bring to the table that slightly compares to that, regardless of like their their lyrical prowess. Like I don't I don't get I don't I don't know who you can bring to the table. I think that um we we don't have enough uh time in hip hop for anybody to be able to reflect what he's done. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we're babies. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's new. new. So yeah, it's we new. like, but he's definitely set a great example of what one should do throughout the game of hip hop. The bar. For he sure. has set the bar to come from the life that he lived, progress through hip hop the way that he has, make the changes that he has made, the the acquisitions that he's done, the impact in various levels, branching out of hip hop and to become, if I'm not mistaken, hip hop's first billionaire. Yeah, I think. No, so, I think uh, Dr. Dre was, I think. Wasn't it with the Apple deal? When Beats? Apple bought Beats. That, I, don't, I don't know if that made him a billionaire. I thought that was the, the, that was the thing that they said. But it might be. I don't know. But regardless, uh, yeah. it's a very difficult club to be a part of. Definitely. And he made it. And he looks good in it. Bro. It, it, it fits him well. It does. But yeah, it's so Jadakiss. So my Jadakiss. And Jada. So, so why, why lyrical, Jada? Lyrical. Like, so just for clarity, like when I do my top five, when I think about it, it's strictly about the lyricism. Oh, okay. So that's, that's good it. to know. So yeah. So does that mean I'm supposed to do that also, or no? Nah, you can do what you want to oh, do. Okay. Because I, I was going to do what just I want to do. Just state yours. Just state. Just state so we understand. Because if you start coming out with, you know, um, Lil Yachty, and you talk about oh, he's you in your top five, you fooling, you fooling. About <laughs> my third <laughs> person, <laughs> my third person <laughs> is Lil Bo Bo, <laughs> Nazir Jones, okay, Nasty Nas, respect. Um, similar to Jay Z, mm-hmm. um. Of course, he was out before, but just to watch him evolve and still say things that I can admire still. Like, you know, I'm still like they make me feel like I'm not old. You know, that's that's the the joy of hip hop. Like they're magical because you old, bro. Without a doubt. <laughs> and they're older than me. <laughs> but my point yeah. is, yeah. it's almost like you 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 don't grow. It's like they mm-hmm. remind you of when you first enjoyed hip hop and it takes you back there and you're like. Wow, I'm still enjoying the shit that I enjoyed when I was a child. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. And he was a part of that. Yeah. I I get it. Yeah. Okay. Queensbridge. I remember the firm. The firm was I thought that was something. Yeah, man. That was the that was it. All right, my number three, J. Cole. J. Cole. J. Cole. Wow. J. Cole's pretty young, eh? He is, he is. And it it's just I've been a fan of Cole. the same way it was with like Jay Z. I was a fan of Jay Z from the very beginning. And being a Georgia boy, people weren't they were like, What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how'd you do it. So uh nobody wanted to hear that, you know, get out of here with that New York, whatever. But and it's crazy and, how they stereotype East Coast music as like uh, for smart people or like you got to have like they learn all these words and y'all yeah. want to hear lyrics. We want to hear beats. And it's like, right. It was just like they it's was, it was almost like talking white when you say like, oh, you talk white. But the East Coast was known for smart rap. Like, yeah. oh, you were you were thinking, brother. Them lyrical. <laughs> yeah. Them lyrical. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, how it's, they 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 made it like that was the stereotype of it. But that that actually was like. That was kind of the way that it looked. And I'm not saying like every rapper was that way, right? I mean, because now we got people like, uh, what's the one with the rain? I don't want to say his name, but the rainbow boy that just came out of jail. <laughs> so like, um, he's from New York. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really? Well, I mean, yeah. m- most, I don't know if you, if you don't keep, <laughs> if you don't keep up, a lot of the New York rappers be like, why everybody, in, oh, what's his name? He He's with. He does the the wrap up, but he was like, "Why everybody in New York sound like they from Atlanta?" <laughs> like he just like because because they want to they want to make money. Huh. I you can know, see that. You know, know what I'm saying? So it's like, what do you get in the game to to not make money, or do you get in the game like I know if you have the luxury of being good and you said I do this anyway, but a lot of them live they don't live really good lives. 
I mean, I, for me, if you're asking me, me, myself, no, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I was just fortunate to have a career and my career. But if you were, my love if, you, if you were 17, 18 and you in the hood, like you're, you're looking, you would love to do music, but if it's a way for you to make music and make some money, right. You'd be willing to compromise yourself if you. Yeah, need I, th- I mean, because I, I look at that like a, a way of life. Correct, I, and that's that's. So just if somebody it, say so I can get you this money, but you got to do it this way, it's like I I don't think that you can answer that unless you're really in that situation. But if I try to, oh, pull, remember I, you don't remember I, RZA? RZA but, was like, "We love you, Prince Hakeem." Uh, like they told him, "We need to change your style," right. but he wanted to make music, so he was willing to compromise himself. Right, that's what yeah, I'm saying. True. Like, yeah, no, but I, I mean, I think. If I pull myself out of the situation and not try to answer it like me and try to answer it like a young version of me, to have the love that I have for the culture of hip hop and and creating and the artistry, like I don't I can't say that I would not have compromised depending on what the compromise was. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people are surprised that I don't even curse in my lyrics. I'm pretty sure that wouldn't have flown because that's not I, I mean, I'm even gonna say it's a bad thing, because Will Smith doesn't. I don't sound like a Will Smith. But I mean, as far as like my style or whatever, right? I started out as a battle rapper, but even as a battle rapper, I wasn't cursing. I just came at you. So, I will come for you. So, so you, know you so you like, battle rap somebody and you didn't curse and bro, you, you I used don't to, seem like you can hurt anybody's feelings if you don't curse. We can get in it right now. I don't want we can, to. We can get in it. We can, I just, we can get all all I, these I, mics work. I tell you this: testing, it's, testing. It's something about <laughs> somebody cursing at you that's a little more disrespectful than some wordplay. You know, it was really funny, right? Like my mom used to say that I, uh, I, I my tongue is powerful for sure. And, and she used to say like, "Yo, he will he will hurt your feelings without even and he'll probably do it with a smile." Like it, it was just it's just the way it's just the way I I don't. Put it like this. That's how I got started. Look, let me tell you. Like, can, can we take a little? So when I got started in Japan, right? Like, I was doing, like, the battle rapping and all this, whatever, right? And what happened is the guys that were in the dorms where I was staying, they said, yo, we should, cause we were recording. I mean, let's go take this back in the day. We were recording. We had a boom box, and we have no microphone. But we had dual cassette, you know, dual cassette tape we could record. So in one, we will play the music. In the other one, we got a blank tape. But with no microphone, Back then, you could take the headphones, and if you plug it into the microphone jack, one of the earphones would work as a mic. Weird, but it would work as a mic. And we was rapping into that. That's how we got started in the dorm. Guys that said, yo, you need to sign up for this joint out in in the city or whatever. I'm like, nah, I don't want to, whatever. They signed me up. I say the place. It's called The Sauce. It's in Okinawa, Japan. It was an old Navy guy. I don't want to call old, but he's probably older now. But it was an old Navy guy got out. He owned it. It was like a Cajun seafood restaurant, but he had a stage. And they used to do um, live mic battle raps or whatever. They signed me up for this. I love my seafood. Like I told you, that's why I saw Mel. I'm getting my <laughs> seafood, right? So they knew how to get me. Oh, we're going to go to the. So they took me out there. We go for the seafood or whatever. And it's a live mic show going. I'm like, oh, bet. We got rappers on stage. I'm eating my shrimp with my <laughs> Cajun sauce. I'm enjoying it. I'm licking fingers and whatnot. I'm good. And then it came up and I didn't have a stage name, right? And so they they just said my name, my real name. Like, yo, and next up in the in the in the competition, we got such and such from whatever Marine Corps base. And then we got uh, whatever Howard from uh the Air Force Base Fire Department. Come on up. And I'm like, one, I'm mad because I'm trying to finish my shrimp. You, you know what I'm saying? Two, how y'all sign me up. But now I can't, you can't back down. 
You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody's I can, I can. Nah, bro, not not if you not if you if if somebody said right now, spitballs, I I'm not backing down. I know, but I'm saying this was a long time ago. So you already had it in you. Yes. Because I would have easily said, no, thank you. Nah, I'm not punking out. So we we did this or whatever, right? (laughs) We did this. I won that week. And with the way they had it set up was very similar to how it was when I was in Korea is they had four weeks in the month. And the first three weeks, the two winners of each week would all come back for the last week, the fourth week of the month and all compete for the grand prize. And I won. Right. I came back for that was the third week. I came back the very next week and I won the little competition. Oh, so you went that man. A couple, a couple (laughs) weeks. Nah, 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 nah. (laughs) A couple weeks later, I was on one of the military bases. I was in the bathroom inside of the little store. They call it AFES, Army Air Force Exchange or whatever. Um, And I see a guy washing his hands and he's wearing a polo shirt and the polo shirt got uh, it's got uh, it's called what entertainment. Mm -hmm. Right. And we all knew that what entertainment is W-H-U-T. What entertainment at that time was like they were doing like a lot of the shows in Japan, a lot of the promotion, a lot of the opening acts for shows or whatever. And I see him watching. I'm washing my hand. And I feel like that movie in The Temptations. You remember when they go in the bathroom and they see uh, Barry Gordy? Yeah. And they're like, Pecos Kid. <laughs> Pecos Kid. Hey, Pecos Kid. Bang, bang. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm in the back. I'm washing my hands and I see a shirt and I'm like, oh, shit. That's, you know what I'm saying? He wearing. So I'm like, I, I pull the towel down, right? Whatever. Wash my hands like this. I say, hey, uh, you work with what entertainment? And he was like, yeah. I said, um, I said, well, I rap. He was like, okay. I was like, yeah, um, how can I, you know, whatever. And he was like, he just looked at me. He was like, I got a meeting tomorrow. And he named the building on the base. He said, I got a meeting tomorrow. It was at the little club there. He says, uh, I should be done about four o'clock. He's like, wait for me in the parking lot there and then we'll talk. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No problem. Had my song ready. Just like kind of when you yesterday. Had my song ready. Had my, I had a system in my car. I go to the parking lot. Nobody's there. Right. I'm waiting. I'm sitting. I open up my car. Got the music, four o'clock, five o'clock, nobody shows up. Six o'clock comes, the sun's starting to go down. I'm just like, you know what I mean? I'm feeling kind of, I think I was, I might've been inching on 20. And I'm just like, man, he ain't going to come. Like this is, and then I see the doors open to the side of the building. I'm looking and it's the brother. Wow. He's coming out. I'm like, oh. So I open up all four of my car doors. I open up my trunk. I turn on the instrumental, right? And I'm like, hey. I flick my lights or whatever. I see him. He walks over, right? I said, I'm ready. And he was like, you waited. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. He's like, all right, what you got? And I played the song. I'm rapping in the parking lot, right? It was on uh, Camp Foster. I'm rapping in the parking lot. And he was like, okay, all right. Two weeks later, I opened up for Boys and Men. Wow. Okinawa, Japan. So you that was that was that was, that was the pretty start. fast. That though. was the start because the show was coming and they needed open an axe. But that was quick. It fast. was very quick. Might have been okay, maybe three weeks. But it was, yeah. Look, I'm just saying. You 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 just battle rap to get to open up for boys and men in three weeks. No, that wasn't that was that the the battle rap at the restaurant. That was that was like the first thing that happened. That's what I'm saying. Right, like, right. So what were the order of events until you got to the first do that? thing? First thing was Korea when I went to the thing uh-huh. and I had the mai tai. Right. Yeah. And that was the same kind of structure as the battle rap. After we came back, I was probably there for like three months, four months or something like that. So February, March, April, May, June, maybe. Yeah, because it was the summertime. June came back. That's when we went to the restaurant or whatever. And they had the battle rap when my guys signed me up for it. Right. Maybe a month after that, I see this guy in the bathroom 
at the place. And then two days or the next day or whatever, I meet him in the parking lot. And by the you end of July, fast? I mean, like, like I just it was the it was you know I, I, I think know. I think it was fast, but it was it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't something that was already happening. I just got to be plugged in. That's what I'm like, saying. That like concert that, that, was coming, but so. for you to uh, to to remain in the business, it's it's dope because yeah. you you got you 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 opened up for boys to me and that like come on man. yeah bro. I've done. Yeah, I've done. I've done a lot. I've done them, Naughty Case, One Twelve, Wow, Coco from SWV, Goody Mob, Biz Marquis, Goody Moby, Casey and JoJo. I did them. I think twice. Uh, wow, I can't. GMV and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, from Lost Boys, the one that's still alive. Um, that, oh uh, man, I can't think of his name. The DJ's name is GMV. Okay. Mr. Cheeks. Mr. Cheeks and GMV. Yeah, Mr. Cheeks. So Mr. Cheeks and GMV. That's a lot, bro. Like, and that was just like the stuff in Japan. But and it and it became I started working with them and it was a circuit. So like all the shows that they were bringing over, I became the opening act for a lot of that's how all of that happened. So I became the opening act for a lot of these shows. So I even opened up for NSYNC at an air show. Really? I was at work. I never forget. I was at work. Somebody came over to cover for me at the fire station because the air show was on the airfield and the fire department were on the airfield, right? So, like, the fire station is attached to the airfield where we can respond to aircraft or go into the city, right? Mm-hmm. Or to the base. And so, yeah, NSYNC came and they was doing performing for the air show. And uh, I had somebody cover for me from another station. I took one of the utility vehicles to the thing, changed my clothes. Got on stage, did my two songs, put my work clothes back on, drove back to the fire station. I'm back on shift. Wow! Like it was, it was like that. Like it just, it just worked out, bro. Yeah, you know what you remind me of. You remind me of, uh, like, uh, I think what is his name? Uh, what's the quarterback? Oh, Tony Romo guy. Tony Romo. Tony Romo that played for the quarterback for the Cowboys. I think he was like working for UPS. No, it wasn't him. I, it Troy was, Aikman. No, it was a it was a it was a quarterback that was working for UPS. Yeah. He was doing packages, and he ended up being a quarterback. Like he was really good, but that's what he was doing. And it's like <laughs> just working in service, and then you going to open up for like large groups for the world. <laughs> like, come on, like how do you do this, and then you do this? It's like wow, you got some yeah. some real talents, and you out here doing regular stuff. See, and I, I always had that fear because people was like, "Why don't you? Why? Why are you a firefighter? Why are you?" And it's like I always had that fear of like branching out and just like trying to do it and only do that. So, I, oh, so yeah, I, I never fi- being a fireman is your security. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Well, that, well my, being a fireman funds the love. That's just that, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like what I just found out recently. Like you need to live your life. As if that is your security. You don't find a job for your security or you won't ever love what you do unless you were one of the lucky ones. But I got lucky, though, because I wanted to be a firefighter. I know, but it so sounds, it was, it it sounds was, good. It was. But what would you rather like? Like now, I mean, you already done it. Right. So at some point, if you want to go to. Honestly, I never wanted to give either one of them up. The only reason the only reason that I felt the only reason that I felt like if I wanted to give one of them up is if one was going to. By far supersede the other one. You know what I mean? Like if I'm gonna be on the stage opening up or doing a song with Jay or Jadakiss, 
JB and Jay Z, Jada Kiss, or you know whatever. Like if if if, if it's to that level, so it has and, to be and, that level, and it, and it will and it would have to sustain me. It would yeah. have to be able to sustain me. Like the things that I did, and I think we've talked about this before, but like a lot of the stuff that I did coming up to some of these shows and whatnot. I wasn't getting paid for it. These hole in the wall clubs, these performing when there's seven people there, 10 people there, 20. Oh yeah. 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 Like, no, I it get it. No, That's what I'm saying. That's you investing in yourself to get to right. that point though. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, but you know, Inshallah. It, 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 things can happen. Oh yeah. Things, I, I, things I, can look, happen. I think it's inevitable. Good, good music is good music. You know what I'm it's saying? Inevitable. So, and no. I, and I, and I'm hoping the same way I'm hoping that people will stumble across diverse clarity for all the effort that we're putting in. When they get in and they see 30 episodes, 40 episodes, and it's timeless episodes, we can have this conversation oh, yeah. a year from now. Definitely. And unless we've we've gone beyond where we currently are, this conversation is still relevant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And sure. then and when they get it in and they find like there's this library of con- imagine if we just learned about a Jay-Z or any kind of any kind of lyricist out there that we appreciate the lyricism and we can go back and we can dissect that stuff. It's not even about the beat or yeah. the music. It's that. And it's like, wow, the content, you know what I mean? So, Hey man, I, I think it can happen. Okay. What were we at? What were we at? Number three. Yeah. What was your, so you had, you had a uh, big Jay Z and Nas. Fourth is going to be, well, I didn't do my, did I do my third? Yeah, I did. Jadakiss. Yeah. yeah. So Jay Z, Jadakiss and J Cole. Yeah. Okay. Uh, your fourth. Marshall Mathers. <laughs> Eminem, I gotta pick him up. I knew you were gonna say him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, la, 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 la. I, you know, I, 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 he has to be in there because of not his record sales and all of that, and not really what his content, but how he approaches the breaking down of lyrics. Yes, and and and, and I, I just, I just feel like you have to acknowledge somebody. That appreciates lyrics, you gotta acknowledge somebody who who does it. He can dissect your favorite rapper stuff. You know what I'm saying? He makes it's just like your favorite rapper loves him. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay Z loves Eminem. I'm the way that he I'm sure he does. Because Jay Z appreciates those type of things, I believe. I'm sure he likes him. He loves how he I'm sure he likes writes him. like how like his his skill set. I'm sure he likes. Anyways, him. I'm sure he likes. I, him. I don't know, <laughs> but my bad. Maybe not. But yeah, that's the reason why. That's my four. He's, he's got him on shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your four? <laughs> Andre three thousand three sex. Oh yeah. You know I. Yeah, I, I his he, his music catalog for me is too short for him to be there for me, and I do love whenever he raps. He makes me think and make me appreciate that I can think. Wait, his catalog is too short? Yeah. So five studio albums isn't enough? So when I say, like, like he wasn't always like that. Don't trip. Like, Southern Playlist of Cadillac, he was not this guy that he is that I love now. Hootie hoo. Look, he said some things. But you know, he's, 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 mm. he's, he's the person that I fell in love with. I love that outcast, right? But as right. he grew, his 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 uh the way that he wrote got more complex. And that's when he became one of my favorites. Okay. He wasn't one of my favorites, but I could appreciate his music before. But when he he made the change where he was talking real like um what what's that one song with UGK? He said, I, I hate to see y'all frown, but I'd rather see her smile. Mm. Like when he started rapping like that, he didn't rap like that in the beginning. 
Not to me, he didn't. But I, when he started rapping real abstractish, see the. I, I think the thing that some people do appreciate, or either they don't appreciate, about Outkast is Outkast is a is a group that evolved. As mm, you say, this yes. is important with every album, and they gave you something different in every album. Mm-hmm. There was no there was no cookie cut. Oh, this sound like Southern Playlist or Cadillac Music. Oh, this sound like ATL You know what I'm saying? Oh, that, that sound like that one song that I like, Babylon. Whatever. Like it's everything was different as per the albums go. Um, it, it takes a lot to appreciate artists because very similar to Jay-Z, when people speak about Jay-Z, they miss the reasonable doubt. They miss the um, the the lifetime of, you know, they miss these things. And that's why he say, oh, you go buy my old Because he's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's, so I, I think you either love him or hate him when it comes to outcasts. Right. Oh no! And so, I, don't, I don't see how you guys. No, 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 no. But there are some people because they're like, why are they doing all this space stuff and why are they dressing like this? But and, that was then. And, and they don't and like Goody, those people. Even I well, was Goody, one of those. Goody people Mob too. did the same. Look when Aww. when yes, I mean as far as the abstract. When I opened up for Goody Mob, they came with the shoulder pads with the feathers. Uh, I know, get, but that they had already they 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 crossed over by then. Right, but what I'm saying is like, but they they did the same thing. Right, they they had they tried like this. to because they they saw okay. Outcast was doing and they was like we right. should evolve too, but it didn't work for them. Agreed, right, right. But I'm yeah. just saying, but like it's they weren't people, as polished as Outcast either. But when people no, but when people talk about when people talk about Goody Mob, like even myself, what I remember is like soul food. You know what I'm saying? Like this this music Who's back that in the, peeking in my window. That was the How? that was the next one, right? Nobody. That's the first one. Was that was that on the Soul Food album? Or the the one Soul Food was on that album. I fried chicken, chicken macaroni, macaroni and cheese and collard greens to be with my jeans. jeans. <laughs> Smoke steam from under the lid that's on the pot. Yeah. <laughs> that's but yeah, so Yeah, that's I, the okay. first album. That was oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cuz yeah, they did yeah, but anyway, I, I love that. I, album. I appreciate the the older out or the oh, sorry, sorry, the older Goody Mob. Goody, yeah. yeah. And then I when it got them. to their their newer Whatever, because I, they I were kinda, trying to evolve into something that kind of looked like what what Outcast was doing. Because it way. worked for him. Yeah, yeah. But so. like I said, like, uh, well, you know, CeeLo was he was the example of the evolution. That, yes. but he couldn't bring them along. Yes, he was because that what wasn't was that, what was that? Narles Barkley. Narles Barkley. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's okay. he's he was he was like I, I saw an interview with him and he was just telling what he was he was. He was living the life. He said, I want to see if I can get away with this. Because mm. he, he had a different level of freedom. I just right. love it. Right. No, that's... Uh... Okay, so where we at? Number five? Yeah, number five. My my main man, Uh-oh. Kanye West. He is number five. And uh, before, like, so I believe he has some great lyrics, but the things that he's done for the, the music, the 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 entire game of music, not just for hip hop, right? But he's done so much that he has to be in my top five because I can appreciate a different level of value that some people just look past in my mind. Would he be in your lyrical top five? No, he can't be. Okay. <laughs> no, he can't be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's why I asked you like the criteria, yeah, yeah. like because yeah, no, no, no. you know. I want it to make sense. Like if if you say your lyrical five, then I say Kanye. Now you're looking at me like, come on, man. Like you you like him that much? <laughs> nah, Kanye. But music, like, because we were, we were talking before, yeah. like the other day, and I was telling you, like, Yay is, Yay is in my car. Like, yeah. 
And it's that's what I was. Matter of fact, when I went to the store the other day and I ran into ran yeah, into Bell, yeah. I was listening to Yay going to the store. So it's no like, doubt. But uh, and specifically the album Yay. So for clarity <laughs> out there, right? So um, what's your fifth? If I said Kanye, would you? <laughs> I I would be disappointed. I would be disappointed. Now, it maybe if oh. this was like college dropout years, yeah. I would get, but no, if you said Kanye, I would be disappointed in you. Sucker. Yo, <laughs> fish eye. <laughs> um my my fifth, it seems that that's like a revolving chair, right? It kind of like it changes with, with the temperature of it. I can dig that. And what's there? If I had to say who my fifth is right now as we speak, it might not even make sense to you because this person, which I believe some music is about to come from what I've heard in the grapevine. Inshallah. Kendrick Lamar. Oh. So, I mean, well, you got J. Cole in there. Why wouldn't he be possible? Like, that That works. What? Well, you got something to say about J. Cole? No, uh, I'm saying, like, they're they're around the that. same age as far as putting out music. You know, they're in the mm-hmm. same, that groove, that same wave of young people that I look forward to hearing Same, coming out with music. Right. Yeah. So I think that I think that both of them and J. Cole is already doing it, but I think that both of them will be I'm not gonna say they will stand the test of time, but we will remember them through the time. Oh yeah. I don't I I, I they have they have classics. Uh they're both they're both lyrical. They both know how I to wonder entertain if J. Cole can continue upward though. I believe so. I don't see it. I I just really? see him being like Nas. Now I believe I, if anything, if anything, I believe that J. Cole will be some type of variation of musically what we see with Kanye. Because if you if you pay attention to what J. Cole is doing, he's he's bringing his crew along. You know what I mean? Like his 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 talent within his circle. Right. He's bringing them and somebody in that somebody in that crew is going to break out. That'd be dope to you see. Know what I'm saying? And he has his own label as well, if I'm not mistaken. So I believe that there's going to be a breakout within the crew. It might be a younger person, right? but see, Kendrick Lamar is already doing that. Like with What's TDE, that? all of them. Yeah. That's, that's his group. Like yeah, uh, right. Schoolboy Crab, all them dudes. Yeah, but I mean, but we said about about J, J. Cole, right? That, yeah, but yeah. I, think, I think J Cole is. That's what I'm saying. J Cole has. I think he has a vision. You know what I'm saying? He has a vi- and he, he know how to put on a he put know how to put on a show. Yeah, I seen him, and we all know. Oh yeah, I seen him here. Yeah, when he came here. Yeah. So, but we all know, like when it comes to performing. I mean, how you so graciously laid on me just from. Nah, but, but nah, he can't perform like you. Nah, stop. Oh, stop. no, he no, does no. not perform that way. No, no, that's not what I'm, but he puts on a show. I mean, without a that's doubt, a but no, you, where you put, that's no. a hell of a compliment, bro. Y'all two different type styles. That's like, a hell of a compliment. You can't, like, brother, I enjoy <laughs> this show, but you, you know how to really put on a performance. I mean, I, like, what you know how to do, like, I don't, like, like, check this out. If I were to imitate any rapper, I could get closer to J. Cole's performance than yours because yours just expressed so many different, um, like everything. I can't even say it. you got to close out the show. I can't say nothing. That's on you. I can't. I can't. <laughs> like, I don't even want to say it, bro. We are, we but are like, getting but, here a little but, late, man. But, but all I was going to say was, I, I think, I think that J, I think that J. Cole knows how to put on a show. He does. I, I'm he definitely does. not comparing myself, but you're more than welcome to, but. I'm just saying he knows how to put on a show, and I, I think that he does that with a vision, right, for what he wants to see and how he wants to portray his message and, and his music. And I think that he'll be able to, like, push that on to the people that he works with. 
as far as like other artists. People oh no! So click. you're going off a of potential then, right? Of course. I mean, because he hasn't. I think there's been more misses than hits when it comes to the group that he's he's working with and doing so music. That's with the reason and, why I said like yeah. I see a ceiling at J Cole because you're hoping that he's going to break through the ceiling with these other things that he's I doing. So I yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I would not, love to see that and too. If not if he just keeps on making J Cole music. Oh yeah, he can't lose he'll doing be, that. He'll be yeah, bro. He'll be there. I, I yeah. would like him to to break the next part though. I think that he will. Inshallah. I think that he will. Inshallah. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happened with this whole basketball tryouts and I don't know what what all that I don't, was about. Yeah, I didn't know he was that good. I didn't either. I knew he could play, but I didn't know he was good enough to be like doing that. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. I, it makes me appreciate him just a little bit more. Like, check this out. When we blow up, they're going to go back and say, John said this about J. Cole, but they're not going to hear any of this other stuff that right. I... Like I, how I admire the dude. They're gonna just say, "Oh, this dude." Do. Yeah. That's what they do. I know, sound but that's, let's just do it. Let's let's create the sound bites for them to destroy. Let's do it then. <laughs> let's, let's do it. But yo, man, that was a uh, that was a good. Dang, I was getting comfortable, bro. I'm like, we we went over we went over time, but I hope that uh, those out there listening, I hope you you know listen to the um, the uh, the prescription that we gave earlier and press pause when it took you a little break. Came yeah. back. Hope we didn't have to prompt it for you. But uh, but those of you that are still around and listening, and you know that came back and and were listening, we appreciate you. Um, make sure you make sure you check us out. Uh, as it is right now, we're, should we just say like about about the episodes when they're going out? Yeah. We, so right now we're putting out the episodes uh, every Saturday. Um, timeless, timeless episodes. So it really doesn't matter what order you you watch them in, or, sure. or whatever the case is. Like they're gonna be there. And as you watch them on YouTube, um, youtube.com forward slash Miancore M I A N C O R E. We'll put it on the screen. But um, just go there, and then you'll be able to see everything that we're doing. Just yeah, leave some comments too, so we can talk to you. Yeah, jump in, talk to us, and of course, follow us on Instagram. Um, Instagram.com is at Diverse Clarity. Uh, we all know how to spell that. So, um, yeah, man. Any last words, man? Nothing. Um, yeah, I need I need some followers on Instagram so I can feel important because as you pe- are, people be walking up to him in stores knowing who he is. And I'm like, what do I gotta do? <laughs> anyway, but this was your people. I know. He but, already knew you. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> but he recognized you though with the mask on. People don't realize you like you can recognize somebody like when people be like John. I'm like, oh man, who is that? <laughs> but you follow me too much me 2-W-O-M-U-C-H-M-E On Instagram Holla at your boy For sure And of course you can get at me Anywhere online um, At Omega Official O-M-E-H-G-A Official um, But that has been uh, Another episode of Diverse Clarity This is where we have those Thought provoking conversations About things that matter And some that don't Catch you next episode Boom